Real news. True, honest, and not fake news. All right, so this has been a bit of an interesting week. So let's start out. First off, Trump cancels the summit in North Korea, and this was uh, pretty glorious. You know, like that little rocket man over there, he's been... He's been all like, oh, you know, Trump is racist and all this stuff. And, you know, Trump's just like, no. But the thing is, he was going so well, but I think Trump's, like, his own people from under him, I think they kind of pressured him to do it. Like, he has this, who's it, that Bolton guy? John Bolton. Yeah, I think he, there's been talks, there's been uh, rumors, we, we have the information that he's, we have the sources. Oh, we, they, have, the, we have the documents. Yes, we have the documents. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get at. But he, apparently he's been uh, pressuring uh, like the North Korea, but a little bit too hawkish. But I think this is good. I think I think that uh, Rocket Man's going to come back to the table. You know, he's going to be all like, like trying to go and cancel it now. Then Rocket Man's going to go and come groveling back like they always do. This is like a classic, uh, you know, car salesman sort of trick. Oh yeah, I mean, this was happening uh, right as. Because I think people are forgetting the context of, you know, North Korea was doing these secret talks with China behind Trump's back. And, you know, what Trump was starting to realize is that North Korea probably wasn't going to denuclearize after uh, they started talking with China. So he went and he thought, okay, I'll bring him back to the table. I'll pull the foot, you know, the Charlie Brown football and I'll pull it right out from under them. And he pulls the rug out because then he's got the leverage of being out of the summit. Um, and then he goes back and says, you know, okay, I, I, I want to do a deal. I want to do it, but I'm pulling out now because North Korea is not behaving. I need to be tough. And now North Korea, immediately right after he did that, started coming begging to his feet. You know, like little dogs just like, oh, Mr. Trump, come back, please. And they know that because Trump's going to ramp up the sanctions like he's already been doing. <clears throat> and it's only going to get worse for them. You know, Kim Jong-un, no matter what he does, loses in the end the only way he wins is if there's a summit he's the only way he wins is if he gets a summit and it's also the way america and the rest of the world wins so uh you know i, I think he did a perfect move and you're still gonna see the summit happen i'm predicting it's just gonna be delayed and probably same location singapore you're probably just gonna see a delayed summit and north korea's gonna denuclearize at some point i mean they they kind of gave up some bbc stuff with the hostages and blowing up that one testing site, but, you know, Trump's gone by the balls. Well, I think what's been going on is, like, he's seen a lot of this uh, hype start to get build up, and it was getting to the point where the only way, like, people would be happy is if, like, there's a complete, you know, tr Trump just goes in there and just completely nuclearizes and reunites Korea. So the, the hype's been growing. It's, it's like, beyond no man's sky levels of hype, like, showing up. And They're so on the hype now, train. Yeah, it's it's the same thing that happened to uh, like Half Life Three. And there's just so much massive hype that no matter what you do, it'll never be good enough. Yeah. So Valve and Trump canceled it. Yeah. So it makes sense for now. You know, it's it's typical. You know, car sort of salesman like car salesman. Now, you know, you guys like, oh, okay, well, we can. I won't go and buy it. Okay, sure. Yeah, the the Chad car salesman versus the Virgin. Um, like Prius fire. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, it's great ways doing. I, I love it. And you know the thing, the really weird thing is too. Like I had a um, my girlfriend came up today. Ooh. Not yet. Well, not today. It was a couple days ago. And we were hanging around the, a city, a city that I live in. <laughs> and we are we had this uh, little like dog place, like this little pet shop. And the mm. scary thing is like how similar like these little puppies like buying a puppy is to buying a car because they were like like the prices were actually these puppies were like they went like thirty six hundred dollars for a damn puppy. these are premium like, puppies yeah, these are like car prices like i just sold a truck for less <laughs> money than this puppy was worth <laughs> and like they showed you like the whole carfax with the puppy like <laughs> What what's happened to it like if it's been inspected properly and all this stuff it, how many miles it has on Instead of with the cars, it was like, oh, you got all the shocks. They showed me, like, who his, like, daddy was, and his daddy's daddy daddy was, and, like, all this genealogy stuff. And they even had a warranty on it, for, like, a three-year warranty. I'm like, jeez. On a dog? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. This feels this feels like a car dealership. I mean, I guess puppy mills and car dealerships have something in common. Did so you get the extended warranty? No, I didn't. I didn't buy the puppy. I didn't have the money. I because they were selling it to me at like a new a new car price. I never buy new. I I buy used. Yeah. You know, I'll buy like a car. I'll buy like a puppy at a uh, you know like a mill. Not a mill, like a uh, what you call it, one of them places, like an ASPCA or something. Cause yeah. They're a lot and they're going to deal with all that stuff. You and know? you're saving a puppy. I mean, I could care less about that, you know. Jesus. It's, just, it's, a, it's an animal. Like, uh, it's, it's just an animal. You know? It's not a human. I'm not a vegan. <laughs> Hashtag not, not all uh, puppies. Uh, did you get? You should have gotten a pug. They could have made it do a sick no, I, I hate pugs. I absolutely cannot Oh, stand. you don't want a Nazi pug? No, pugs are like them. Like, I see why... He was like trying to go make that pug look ridiculous because, in all honesty, <laughs> pugs are just like a disgrace. They're it's ugly. the exact opposite of like, you know, the Nazis would not approve that because they're legitimately like an inferior race. The whole reason for <laughs> pugs, like, they're, they can't do anything. All they do is look cute. They can't breathe. They're they fat like because they can't go on walks. You know, a lot of them, I had this one, I was seeing this one girl like a couple of years ago, and she had this little pug that kept like pissing everywhere. And go like start nipping at me, and they're just like so annoying creatures. Like, there's mm. no use for it. I like more practical dogs. Like, you don't have to have like a workhorse, but you, like, this it's not even fun. And then, like, my uh, grandma was telling me, like, she had a friend who had a pug, and it was so much money and medical expenses to keep this little guy alive. And they're not even all that great. I just don't like small dogs. Like, I don't like chihuahuas, at least with like a, uh, you know, like one of the wiener dogs, at least they have a use. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, pugs are just like the cuck puppy. <laughs> it's the Versus official... the Chad uh, Doberman or Pitbull. Or Pitbull. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> See, like Pitbulls. I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of those either because, like, most people. It, it just seems like most people buy Pitbulls or the type that like, not treat them right. They're yeah. just like, oh, you know, this is, like, either, like, gangsters. There's probably like, half of them. Or they're, like, these stupid girls who don't know how to go and take care of this, like, baby-killing machine. Yeah. And, it's, and people keep comparing it to guns. You know, these things are nothing like guns. Like, you know. They, no. You don't have I, to feed If I have them. my gun, like, you know, like, laying on the floor, it's not going to go and, like, maul <laughs> baby. No, no, no. Are you sure? Are you sure those guns just don't walk up and commit uh, school shootings? Well, and the thing is, too, with these puppies, they don't get them fixed. Like, no. these puppies. Not pugs, these pit bulls. They don't get them fixed, and that's why. Like, if you ever had like to deal with a, uh, you know, like a alpha, like a Chad, you know, balls intact dog and stuff, like a eunuch. Those, those, those dogs, they can get pretty, uh, pretty aggravated. Like they start to smell a bitch in heat, and they'll like jump fences. Like my mom used to have this uh, this dog back in the day in Austria, and like you know, the this dog would go and like jump a fence. Wow! <laughs> it, like jumped a fence, it smelled a bitch, and he did, and it was this was like a this was a tall fence, like maybe not Trump border wall tall, but it was still a pretty <laughs> tall fence, probably like at least six feet, and it hopped over that to go and try to get some action, like ripping his stomach open, like oh to get some sex, yeah, just to get you know just to get a little bit of action, you know some people stay up all night to get fun and like get some, but you know this puppy will jump over a fence, like what would you do for Klondike bar? <laughs> That puppy, man, that's a devoted. I mean, he's either one of the horniest, you know, fucking dogs I've ever seen, or like that's, that's he, he like just has nothing better to do. You know, they'll they'll go out and they'll just, and they tend to be more aggressive. But when you go and chop off their testicles, they become a lot less uh, aggressive, become more passive. It's it's like half the men we have now. They're pretty much they may have testicles, but it's in name only. You know, they have like little balls attached to their junk. But it doesn't really do anything. They have less testosterone than like a teenage girl. Like wow. he has some of those like BuzzFeed writers with like, you know, like eighty-year-old man level of testosterone, and they're in like in their twenties. Like, dude, what happened? It's called the the uh, pride of the beta. Yeah, like I kind of wonder if I really do want to go and see, like, did a study on the testosterone levels and voting habits, like at least for men. <laughs> Because I imagine you go and see the left, you'll see a lot of, like, very low-T people. Yeah, they they have all the soy boys and the beta males and the, 
you know, the sort of like wimpy little people, you know, like they did a study on that. And I think, I think they did do a study where they found that, um, the leftists were lower T and like, the, like I said, there the was that cover, um, from like some magazine that was like, like, not like the rise like the of the rise beta, of the beta male. <laughs> you read my mind. It was, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll look that up. They were like giving each other hand jobs or something. I they know. They were like, like find the needle in the haystack. Like, oh, where is it? Oh, there it is. No, no, that's just a few. They were all like me tooing each other. Oh God! But um, yeah, speaking of uh, cucked, cucked up things, uh, Tommy Robinson yeah. in the uh, the kingdom of uh, Britbongistan. Yeah, if you go across the pond, you'll find that uh, America is is. Uh, a thousand times more a uh, freer country than Britain. Britain is not a free country. And I've been following this very closely. Like, the minute I heard about this, I was like, what? This is crazy. Um, and it's very crazy because I want to say that we, we are, as a non-British uh, people, if you can't tell by the way we speak, we're allowed to talk about this. People in Britain, I think today they were just... Um, uh, the the uh, reporting restrictions lifted on this, um, so I'll give you the whole spiel because this it's very it's an intricate thing even though it's a very simple thing. So Tommy Robson, who is a British um, anti-Muslim uh, right-wing activist, was live streaming uh, to Facebook about a Muslim grooming gang trial outside of Leeds Crown Court in Britain, and he was out there and he was uh, you know talking about articles about this grooming gang that was on trial he was using public knowledge in public uh media and just talking about live streaming it and then cops come up and arrest him for quote breaching the peace and he goes to a courtroom and in a few hours was sentenced to 13 months in prison and was sent right to jail uh there was some fake news that came out that he was going to be released and one close friend of Tommy went to the place at the cop station that he was going to be released from. Tommy never showed up, obviously, because uh, he's in prison. And, of course, the day after, thousands of people protested outside of 10 Downing Street shouting, Free Tommy. The hashtag Free Tommy is going around everywhere. And it, it, it's been blowing up. Like, this is, I was actually surprised how many people turned out that protest. It was literally thousands, and that is not an exaggeration. But the court documents showed that Tommy admitted committing contempt of court by publishing information that could be prejudice of the ongoing trial. Basically, what that means is, you know, we had in America where there's a, uh, a a reporting gag or a gag order when there's a trial going on. They don't want you talking about stuff that's happening inside the courtroom because it could infringe upon the decision of the trial and whatnot. But Tommy wasn't doing that. Did he break the law? Technically, yes, because this is the cut laws in the UK, but it's an insane law. It doesn't make it just by any sense. Uh, you know, because people, they're working with Tommy, we're saying, uh, Lauren Southern, who works with him, and Kaylin uh, Robertson, all said that he was reporting on public knowledge. You know, so was nothing that was happening inside the courtroom that he knew of. There's no way he could interfere with it in any way. And right after, of course, he was arrested, there was a reporting restriction put in place. Nobody in the UK could talk about it. You know, all articles that were published were immediately pulled uh, by Breitbart, RT, and a bunch of other sources. And it, it's it's just been absolutely insane. And uh, I've been following a Colin, Kalen Robertson. I, I, I keep screwing up his name. It looks like Colin, but it's Kalen. Uh, but I've been following him a lot with this because he's a very smart guy. He's been. Um, working with these guys in the past and he's been he has a direct line with Tommy and I remember they said when they were in the trial the judge was actually being you know a question about well Tommy's if he's gonna be put in prison you know he's very outspoken against Islam you know in these prisons in the UK have a high Muslim population he's probably gonna get killed like people will do anything you know for like a cigarette or a ticket out of jail you know to to you know get out and one of the things they could do is kill Tommy Robinson they probably would like to do that uh, but you know they confronted the judge and the judge from the reporting I've seen said two things he said one well Tommy has it coming for him and he also said so what to it so it sounds like the judge is really corrupt the laws are cucked it's just a whole screwed up fucked up mess and you know poor Tommy who's a decent guy I, I like him he's a very nice gentlemanary you know, respectful, smart, articulate guy. He's getting thrown in jail for over a year. A fucking year. 
for just doing a live stream. Like, what was he doing wrong? He he did. did I I know you're gonna want me to say Tommy Robinson did nothing wrong, and yeah, yes, he did because in a free country he would be doing nothing wrong. But in the UK, he is apparently doing you know something wrong. This is. Orwellian, like, V for Vendetta IRL stuff right here. Like, this is literally V for Vendetta, where there's a police state that will fucking throw you away in a politicized, corrupt manner, all because of some cucked-up laws for, you know, because basically because they don't like Tommy. Because any other, you know, Muslim grooming gang or anything that's, like, you know, you know something the left loves would have, like, you know, year-long trials and would take forever. This guy was thrown in a year, and over a year of his life has been thrown away in jail in just a few hours. That is fucking nuts. Like, I, I could keep ranting on this forever because it just fucking triggers me. Like, this is a story that really got me worked. I don't get worked up over many things, but this one fucking worked me up. Uh, Alex, like, I, I don't know what else they were to say, but I, I bet you're just as angry as I am. Well, here's the thing with that country. Like, they want to go and make, like, lambast the United States. Oh, you have a death penalty. But there was a man... I don't know if you heard about this story. It was like a couple, I think it was a couple months ago, he was sentenced to uh, prison in the United Kingdom for throwing, like, he put, like, a bacon sandwich yes. in a mosque or something. Yes. And yes. which is, you know, like, what is that? You know, like, littering? Maybe it's hate-filled littering, but it's just a freaking sandwich. Like, <laughs> he was giving him fine. food. He was giving that, him that food. Fine, but you know what he got for that? He got the death sentence. He, like, he died in prison. Fucking and they want to go lambast the United States for having the death penalty. Like, at least we're honest. At least we'll tell you when you get the death penalty or not. You'll know going in that you won't be coming out. Yeah. And the United yeah. Kingdom. And obviously, they want to go and complain about guns and all this other stuff and crime. But they can't keep a good eye on their own prisons either that or they're willfully engaging and allowing this sort of uh, murderous behavior. And they sentenced Tommy to a death sentence for yeah. for not coming a crime at all. Like here's like here's what I understand their logic is I listened to um, I was listening to some of Stefan Amalanu on my way uh, back from traveling to my girlfriend's. Yeah. And yeah. apparently the th- the issue was like earlier, like earlier last year he got a court order not to go near, like a like not to go and report on a particular case at a particular courthouse, which was all the way across the country. So this would be yes. like, you know, if there's a court case going on in Maryland, and then you go to California, and then you go and report a separate court case. Like there might be both rape cases, but you record it. Like you record you record it at a different place in a different area, and he's got like. Originally, he was charged with a breaching of the peace, which yes. that's the most BS law that existed. And there was like, he wasn't really breaching the peace. The people within the court, like there was some, uh, I think it was, there were some people who were like threatening him, making like uh, like vulgar symbols. Out of, yes, like, a, there are pictures. Yeah, if you go to Kalen Robertson's Twitter, I believe he has the pictures uh, or has retweeted where there's these guys and the judge. The defendants and the judge standing in the court uh, windows of, I believe, the courtroom, looking down at them, and that's where you see those things. And this was—I'm uh, sorry to interject, but I want to add also that this was toned down, Tommy. Like you watch the live stream of him, he's very toned down here. He is much more um, blunt and in your face and past things, where he'd be like, "You're a rapist, mate. Yo, what do you have to say about this? You're raping kids." But you know his uh, co-worker that was with uh, was in a video with Lawrence Sutherland was talking about that you know they they were really being careful to articulate things carefully like he'd say alleged rape you know stuff like that he was very careful they knew their facts they knew their laws they didn't want to violate this and that and yet he gets thrown in jail for a year and a half over a year for this like even Tommy was shocked by this like he said I've never seen Tommy this shocked yeah and they want to go and claim that. They're some sort of like morally superior country. Oh, you know, we we take a hard stance against like racism. But the fine thing was, you know, they'll go and treat Tommy Robinson like this. They were saying that's not even a racist issue. No, like, it's he's not. Out, like child rape. And then you see, I think it was when well, what was that royal writing? Was that last week or was that the? Oh week? yeah, they're still playing it on the BBC. Like they're playing it for oh. like days. Oh no! Like <laughs> apparently, uh, what was it the? Princess Michael of Kent, she had like a racist piece of jewelry on, but they didn't see her getting thrown into prison over that. Something that was 
you know, apparently, I mean, I, I don't know, but it probably wasn't even racist knowing them, but the left mm. says it's racist. And yeah, the left says allegedly racist. racist. So why isn't she in prison? Why isn't she sent to jail within four hours? Or when like, Harry, Harry, uh, Prince Harry was wearing a swastika at a party once. Oh, but they have different laws. You know, they, he can go around with swastikas and <laughs> acting like a buffoon for years and years. But that's that's okay. You know, this is this is somewhat progressive when we have like uh, child rapists going into the country. <laughs> so when you have like gangs for years, for like since the seventies, going on, like just child rape and you know, like this is this isn't the first time, and this has been an issue since like the seventies. Like uh, I was speaking to one of my friend's uh, grandmothers uh, this week, and we had some tea. She she lived in England for a time, and they. Like she knows, they had these. It, they had a large influx of these like migrants, and there was areas even back then that was significantly, uh, I, I guess, like you could call ghettoized and stuff like this. You know, they might not say it out loud, but they knew it was going on. Yeah, and this is for years and years, and now it's coming to light, but you can't go and report on it. Like no, the the people yeah. in that country, you know, the UK is lucky they don't have a Second Amendment. Oh yeah. There would there would be hell to pay for this if I if people within the United Kingdom actually had a means to go and like assert their own rights not to be abused. Where is the feminist? You <laughs> want to go and say like claim everyone's like raping? Oh, we have uh, rape culture, rape culture. Uh, Morgan, like Morgan Freeman, oh he's a rapist, but uh, you know these people who are actually rapists, we're not going to talk about them. We won't talk about the grooming gangs that go on in England at all. Like the whole Me Too moment's completely missing from the United Kingdom for some reason on this issue. Yeah. But they'll go and talk about you know everyone under the sun. You know, even if you like, it's it's just ridiculous. And I'm not even saying that Morgan Freeman's not a rapist. For all he could be. I, I don't know. He he's just a high little, from the allegations that have come out. He's just touched women in kind of creepy ways and said some creepy stuff. I didn't even see any, like I don't know if they they saw. Like, he actually touched her on this. The only one I heard of was, like, he said something, you know. It could have been a poor a poor and taste joke. I don't know. I didn't really even pay attention to it. Yeah. But it's become a witch hunt in the United States. And it's nowhere to be seen in Britain where they could actually use a real Me Too moment when they're talking about these issues. Like, there's a hypocrisy going on right now. And when someone tries to go and point out, the United Kingdom, you know, just declares him a, uh, a like a prisoner, and then on, on top of that, apparently, I think they're already working a lot of much specifically tailored to go and screw up Tommy Robinson. Oh yeah, like I forget the name of that law, but it's like if you're a uh, and like people think that you're hateful, you can be sent to jail for years and years. It's so beyond just like asinine what they're doing like i really do hope and can get like asylum somewhere yeah like, probably won't Dude, be the united trump states could give him asylum well see he kind of i don't think he can do that because he kind of did try to legally immigrate and he he, he kind of <laughs> evaded border um he, he crossed illegally into the united states and got sent to prison for like a year for that who tommy robinson yeah yeah he <laughs> got like he illegally entered the united states and he ended up like the U.S. they you know they didn't really care in the U.S. but the U.K. sent him to prison for like a year for this. But I heard Poland they'd accept him over there. So I mean, if I was Tommy, I'd go to Poland. So at least you're less likely to be killed by these like agents, like these agents of a radical Islam in Poland than you are in the United Kingdom, where you know you're a you're a marked man. They even like said it to him. Like they had these alerts going out to his house, and they're like, "Whoa, well, what can I do?" You know, like they want they have credible threats against him. They're like, "Oh, well, you can't defend yourself." So what the hell are you supposed to do? Just like walk by and have people like shoot at you and you know, well, blow up your house and kill your wife or girlfriend or whoever his significant other is and family. Well, have you seen that video where like these six like Antifa come at him and he like fucking beats the shit out of them? Like, dude, Tommy is fucking like. Yo, in a country without guns, you need to be like Tommy. Where like you're, he, I think he is ex-military or something, but he may not be. I could be wrong. But that guy, he can fucking take you down. Like I'm not saying he, you know, should be. And he doesn't start violence or anything. But this, he, you know, only defends himself. But 
you try to beat the shit out of Tommy, you're, you're not gonna, Tommy's gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> like, he was like a football hooligan for years. I think that oh, was. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not like American football. Like, yeah, you know, they, we call it soccer on the other side of the pond. Yeah, he was he was involved with like that sort of scene. So, and that's you know, and he's like one of the few people who has been to prison before. Like, he's, yeah, he has been. He's got cred over there, but like apparently last time they tried to go like dump boiling sugar water on him when he yeah. was in prison, that would like sear his skin off. Well, and, I want to add that like in the uh, Caitlin was talking about that the prison he's in now is uh he's actually in a prison that's safe for him it's very low muslim population uh the prison and actually a lot of people he said in that prison would probably support tommy so he's probably safe it's probably his best scenario but it's still insane like i hope his lawyers are fucking going up to like get him out because apparently his lawyers weren't even in the courtroom oh yeah that and he didn't have a like this is this is not a first world country like the United Kingdom, they've been probably messed since since the end of the Second World War, probably even before. They've just been on this downward spiral. Like you can see from the events of today that we made the right decision in creating our own country. How and fucking yeah. This is like, where. Since, yeah, sorry. Since like World War II, they've just been like cucking up their heritage. Every, so everything that they had back then, like a little bit. Yeah, you know, now you go and try to go and even defend Winston Churchill, one of the like heroes who saved the United Kingdom from the bowels of Nazi Germany. Nope, he's he's just a Nazi now. Like they're trying to go and tear up. Yeah, I think they're trying to go and like get rid of his uh, like statues and stuff. Oh, and they, the always tries to do this because he wasn't a saint. Yeah, like, good Lord, no one's a saint. Nelson Mandela wasn't a saint. Um, MLK was, wasn't MLK a saint. Wasn't a saint. You can find you can find flaws like. Uh, Gandhi, Mahatma Gandhi. Oh, he definitely. You can. There's a lot of dirt under his car, but you know what? Like, you don't see them ripping up those statues. Yeah. But when you have like Winston Churchill, sure, he was a flawed man, but he, you know, saved the country from falling to the Nazis. Yep. You know, he's somehow this evil, you know, probably white supremacist, uh, colonialist, evil person. It's it's just ridiculous the stuff they're doing with that. Yeah, and that's where I, you know, it's cases like these where I remind people that we have it very fucking good here in America. Like, bitch what you will, and I always bitch to improve things, but like, Britain is not a free country. It never has been, and it still isn't. America was built on freedom, and is still, for the most part, free. But that's, like, when people are, like, are talking, like, oh, you do think America's the greatest country in the world? Oh, that's so retarded and cliche and a conservative. Oh. And I'm like, no, it fucking is. America is the greatest fucking country in the world. I'm sorry. There are a lot of great countries, but there's nothing in terms of freedoms and prosperity and culture that you, you can't get anywhere else. Like, Milo always brings up this point that America is the only country in the world that was built on the principle of freedom and it, it sounds like such a basic thing but when you really think about it, it's very true and it's what part of the reason makes us special but you know it's just i think what tommy's gonna do is once he gets out of prison like that's gonna be a massive celebration like day of freedom like part two right there uh and you'll probably have a lot of awesome stuff happening but because he's starting to get more you know professional in terms of his journalism and activism and uh, I remember Sargon was talking about this, but I think he's probably going to try to run for some sort of public office in Britain because he wants to turn things around. He wants to get some power so he can really turn things around. Cause this guy is a smart, devoted, passionate uh, street fighter. Like he's out there and he's doing it. He's not afraid. And I, I give him a lot of credit. Like the guy's, you know, he's been slandered so much, um, but he's really a truly decent guy. He's seen him in these interviews. He just comes off very well, I think. I don't think they're going to let him do it. I think what's going to happen is they're going to silently transfer him to another person. Like, once this stuff dies down, go to a couple months, he'll be transferred to another person. Mm. And I think they're going, to, they're going to make sure he doesn't come out of it. I he think there's going to be a lot of attempts to try to keep him in prison. Like, it's going to be interesting to fall. Like, I hope people are really, like, uh, trying to help out his lawyers and get good lawyers because... Yeah, they could keep him in prison a long time, like transfer him around, do a bunch of dicky things with laws. Um, and I think they're um, also going to, um, you know, it's a conspiracy part of my brain, but I think, like, and I, th I actually, this really isn't conspiratory now, but I really think this whole system's out to get him. Because 
I've never seen somebody just caught, arrested, boom, thrown in jail that quickly. Like something's really different here. They found an excuse to finally get him. You know, and that's why you gotta be incredibly careful now, you know, as a right winger, because the left will try to get you with anything. And so he's gonna learn from this, but he's also I think he's you know, they're they're really out to get him, like so hard. I, th I think at this point, like, England's just, like, a sham. It's like a uh, Clockwork Orange sort of, like, society. Yeah, it's even like, uh, Clockwork Orange. Like, I remember reading that book, and I was like, oh, all these gangs lives and, like, uh, chains and stuff. And these days, you know, there's people, they have to go in, like, banned potato peelers. It'd be 18 <laughs> to buy a whisk. I, I mean, know. It's, like, it's or a butter knife. There's just gangs of, like, you know, youth, you know, I don't know if they're kids, um, you know, however old they are, just going up and, like, knifing people to the point where it's, like, more dangerous in New York, or more dangerous than New York and London. Like, that's pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. Like, it's, like, England's such a, you know, it's got so much culture and history and great people, and now it's just getting so fucked up. Like, it's depressing. Like, I'm, Milo's left there. Like, he's in America now. I mean, it's good for his career, but also because he always talks about it's like, it's a lost cause. Like, Sargon's still sticking it out, and Tommy's sticking out, which I give him crap for it, but I can fully understand the people that are saying it's a lost cause now. Well, they're spending more resources to go into, like, detain people for hate speech than for actual, like, you know, like, like rapists. Yeah. In that country. Like, they have, like, whole, like, police squadrons dedicated to, like, <laughs> looking Twitter for people to send offensive tweets. Yeah, yeah. It's such a meme. It's literally, like, they're a walking meme. Yeah, they're not paying attention to people who are actually going around, like, you know, raping children or stabbing people. It's it's so sad what happened to a to that country. Like, I think at one point in time, it, like, you know, England was the heart of the West for at one point in time, but it's since moved on. Yeah. I'd like to think the United States is that now. I don't know how much longer that'll be, but for at least for the current time, it, it still is. Yeah, because, I mean, keep in mind, you know, Britain still had Brexit. There's still a lot of people out there. They're anti-globalist, anti-mass immigration. Like there is, the system can still work. It's just you gotta get, you gotta keep fighting. I think that's the hard part. Is like you can quickly lose, um, you know, persistence and passion, and whatnot. But well, what are they gonna do? Like once they have enough immigration, once it reaches a certain point, and you have more of them than there are like British people. Yeah. You, like you're in a situation where. Once they get, like, a majority, you're screwed. Like, you either get out of it. It's going to be like a South Africa 2.0. It yeah. might not be right now, but maybe in, like, I'd say probably the next 20 years. You know, that could be England. Then for the U.S., probably next 40 years. Until all the Maitland, until, like, you know. But once those two fall, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I really don't know. Like, I speculate, but it's just like, oh. So nice. cocked. Any final uh, thoughts before we move on to other Twitter policing that is going on? No, uh, no, I think we've uh, just about covered that. Yeah, yeah, it was a, bi a big story that should have national attention but isn't. Uh, but a lot of people, oh, last thing I will mention, a lot of people in Britain are talking about it. And uh, one thing Caitlin was saying was that he was in a, you know, an LGBT bar and he said even the left wing Yo, gays and lesbians in the LGBT bar were talking about it and calling it ridiculous. So there could be a lot of you know fucking common ground, but you know then some of them hear about who Tommy Robson is and then they you know might change their tune. But I think it is interesting. But anyway, yep. Yep. oh yeah, something to say. It'll be all fun and games until they realize that the like a lot of the people they let that they let in are the type of people who do not respect. Yeah, your right to be non-religious. They don't respect your right to be homosexual. Yep. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, which could be, I guess that that could be an interesting uh, experience, especially like you know when we had um what was it called here um uh where the guy shopped at the gay nightclub, um, yeah, Orlando. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Anyway, um, Elon Musk has been uh, starting a nice little stir recently because he's been having fun on Twitter. And he's been having a little bit of a red pilling experience because the media's attacked. I mean, the media's kind of always attacked him in a sense. Like, he hasn't exactly been their darling, but they were kind of nice. And then they started to attack him, and he's kind of gotten a taste of what Trump's gotten. And 
under he's you know he's kind of a little woke i guess you could say uh not to use a leftist term but uh, i'll read some of his tweets because i think they're definitely interesting and good to hear um he first tweeted out that thought you'd say that you know because he was responding to a journalist who was you know smearing tesla he said thought you'd say that anytime anyone criticizes the media the media shrieks you're just like trump why do you think he got elected in the first place because no one believes you anymore you lost your credibility a long time ago. He also said the problem in journals, journals for journalism, are under constant pressure to get maximum clicks and earn advertising dollars or get fired. Tricky situation as Tesla doesn't advertise, but fossil fuel companies and diesel cars, uh, uh, gas slash diesel car companies are among the world's biggest advertisers. And in reaction to this, he started you know, brainstorming out, uh, sort of out loud on Twitter, where he thought of uh, creating a new website. Uh, he said, going to create a site where the public can rate the core truth of any article and track the credibility score over time of each journalist, editor, and publication. Thinking of calling it Pravada. Even if some of the public doesn't care about the credibility score, the journalists, editors, and publications will. If it is how they define themselves. Uh, and basically he's creating sort of like an Amazon review system for journalists, which I think is an interesting idea, but I'll point out the flaws in that later. Uh, and then he also responds to somebody else, like, talking about the press, and he said, who do you think in uh, Stars owns the press? Hello? You know, he's talking about the big uh, corporations and donors, not the um, other things people are probably thinking of. And, of course, in reaction to this, another big name, Stanley, who probably see cameos in every Marvel movie. Uh, said, Except for Deadpool. Uh, oh, was he not in Deadpool 2? I didn't see him in there. Maybe he was. I, I, I didn't. I don't think he was in the original one. He wasn't he the um uh the 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 strip club like owner in the original. Oh shoot, maybe he was. That's <laughs> what uh, one of my operatives told me he was. Operatives. I didn't. I didn't see him in there. Uh, you have to look closer, but he's always there. But he said, uh, I agree with e- at Elon Musk that the fake media, that the media should be held responsible to tell the truth. Many reporters are honest, but fake news outlets like the Hollywood Reporter should not be spreading lies. Go Elon. And of course, in reaction to calling Elon sexist and anti-scientist. And as you notice, the red pilling happens to him when these things start happening to you. That's the big thing I've taken out of this. Like, a lot of these people like to preach their... You go on a high horse like, oh, well, all journalists are, you know, honest and uh, they're good people and they're working hard. But then when things happen to them, they tend to change their tune and go, okay, you know, I see what these people are talking about. You know, it's like, it's always fun and games until it happens in your backyard. Um, and I think Elon's realized that a lot of people in the media, and I've said this before, are, you know, lazy, biased, and, you know, they're, they're looking to praise or, at, you know, to, um, not praise, um, uh, fulfill their advertisers and their big corporations' needs because that—that's what journalists have to do now. They're, you know, they're all about getting the most clicks to make their boss happy because they're required. You know, you gotta turn out this sort of uh, clicks and whatnot because journalists don't get paid a lot. It's not a big, you know, uh, well-paying industry as it used to be, and you know, tr- they basically try to get money from advertising, which is we're seeing with YouTube and other things is not as valuable as it used to be. Um, so, what's your reaction to this, Alex? Uh, I just think he's like shit posting on the internet. He does say like I mean I'm not a big Elon fan by any means. I think he's uh, one of the like great charlatans of our time. But sometimes he says um, things that are right. Like a a broken clock is right twice. <laughs> I love uh, Elon. I I I like him, but I understand why people don't like him. But yeah, you you are right. Like there are some moments that definitely I think we can all agree he's great. Yeah, I think this was um, that's pretty interesting. He does say some red pilled things every once in a while, but it's not just a publicity stunt. I'll get more people to go and pay attention to him, and not the fact that like he's probably going to be ousted from uh, Tesla. Oh, that's not going to happen. No way. I don't know. I'll see what goes on with that. Like, I, I don't think Tesla, like, it's a good concept, but I don't think it's it's ready. drive one of their cars you'll change your tune believe me I, I, why would i want to drive their cars it they're has no, fabulous it has no transmission i don't like you don't that. dude you don't need a transmission it's so yes. fucking fast i need to go move <laughs> things to keep my mind occupied Ooh, is that what you do at home i mean what the heck else like this <laughs> autopilot what am i gonna do with this autopilot just like jack off or something <laughs> You know, drink a soda. Like, there's no point. It, it makes car driving not fun. You don't have to do that. You know, you can drive the car. 
And that's the yeah. more fun is when you drive because yeah, it's so fucking fast. You can you can buy a fast car for less than a Tesla. I know, but it's not the same. Believe me, it's a different fun. type of fast. You can have fun in a Miata for Pete's sake. It's, it's a fun car. You can know, it, does not, a Miata have autopilot? You don't want. I don't want autopilot in a Miata. You have a, you have a six-speed manual transmission, and you go and you shift. Does the Miata have door handles that go flush with the body, and when you come close to it, they pop out, and you can open the door? Bet your Miata doesn't have that. I remember I was watching some. Uh, there's, like, I think it's Vin Wiki, good YouTube channel. Check it out, by the way. Yeah, uh, there's some like guy who was a, he was like one of them people like, a, well, there's, they they drive your car for you to go and park it, where there's people called a valet, mm-hmm. and like the valet, they weren't used to Teslas, oh, and really? they ended up like activating the uh, the frunk my accent. They thought it was a door handle. And then, like the guy ended up being pissed <laughs> off later, and because the uh, they didn't secure the frunk uh, correctly. Oh my and, uh, god! Smashed, like they're driving. Like after the guy picked up, the, like he's starting to go and drive home, and then like the frunk like swung open on the highway and like cracked the windshield. Like, see, this is Tesla problem. No, 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 no. This is people problem. Who the no. fuck? thinks the fucking door handles like on the front of the car. Well, no, like they they thought it was to unlock the doors because like you, for most cars when you unlock a door, you know there's usually an unlock door option on the keys. But oh, you're anyway. talking about the key. You just press yeah, the, like, where the door is. It's very intuitive. Well, like if you don't drive a Tesla, like it's it's stupid. Like, I don't drive it. I figured it out. Why can't you have door handles like every other car manufacturer? They do, and they're cooler. Why don't you just have? Yeah, it's just begging to break and then pay like five, like five hundred dollars to replace. A oh door yeah, that's handle. definitely a possible problem. I acknowledge it, but it makes it more aerodynamic, and it saves the precious battery. That, that level of aerodynamics isn't necessary. Just a regular door handle is fine. It's fabulously they, cool, though. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's like innovation <laughs> for innovation's sake, not for any practical need. Like, good lord, when I get driving, I'm not thinking, oh, why do I have Like, they even have like, you know, some companies like uh, it was like the Acura, uh, NSX, uh, uh, like the Ferraris, and uh, I don't know about Ferraris, but maybe the uh, what's the green guy, the Lamborghinis. Like some of them, like you know, maybe some of the higher end Ferraris too. Like they have this like aerodynamic door handles, but they still have door handles generally. Yeah, they do, yeah. yeah. But they're aerodynamic, so you can do it without like doing this needlessly complicated uh, electronic sensor bullcrap. And then, like, from what I hear with the Teslas, it doesn't even have, like, it's basically just like an iPad, you know? Like, yeah, and I center. love that. I love no, that. That's stupid. Why do you want, I don't want an iPad. I want to have <laughs> Dude, the buttons are disgusting on cars, and the layouts are, oh, like, god-awful. I, I love my buttons, like, especially, like, I have an accurate feel. I love, I love feeling those buttons. It has that, like, <laughs> like it, it feels so nice just going to, like, press a real button. And then, well, I really would like those if they got the buttons off of the steering wheel. Like, that's the thing. I had this old Ford Ranger years ago. You don't like buttons on the steering wheel? I, I don't. I oh, really to don't. me, they're great because then you don't have to take your hands off the wheel. Yeah, but I do it anyways. I you don't. Know, I, I'm not jacking off like in the extra, car. Like, <laughs> you know, I think, I think the amount of buttons on my string reels, like, it's fine. But, like, I've seen the, my friend's mom, she had a uh, Ford Focus, like a newer one from, like, 2010s plus. Mm-hmm. And it had all this crap on the steering wheel. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, when they I mean, overdo they, it, it's bad. I'm not going to lie. It's bad. There's just so much stuff on there. Like, no, like... What I like, it has the uh, what? What you call it? To go and set the cruise control and yeah. the volume. That's fine. Not you don't need anything. That's else what my on. car has. Cruise control and volume. You really are really control. I like the volume knob. That, uh, but you can have the volume on there too, so it's like equal. Yeah. But definitely, the cruise control is probably the only one you'd really want on there. And that's if your car doesn't have cruise control, it's fine too. Like. You don't need to have a million one buttons on there. You don't need to be like that uh, bop it. You don't need to have that. <laughs> it's a bop it. And yeah. That's what most modern cars are. They have this bop it stuff on there. <laughs> and then, what you And then, uh, those Teslas, they have this like stupid, like needlessly complicated door. It's not complicated, dude. That's you put your hand up. Like, 
like Lamborghini sort of like <laughs> door opener crap on there. Like, dude, okay. it's not complicated. You literally put your hand up, the door lever comes up, and you open it. It's so simple. And Probably the and, have a regular and door. because it's cooler. And the steering wheel has doesn't even have. You're gonna fucking love this. The steering wheel just has two scrolling knobs. That's it. I don't want a knob. On, like you said, yours has a scrolling knob. I don't want a knob. I really don't want knobs. You on said you said you said it's fine the way yours is. This one only has two. I and, don't want a knob. Like a button's fine. You just press a button, a knob. You have to go and turn. Like I don't like no. That, that takes turn. you have to go and like turn it with your fingers and stuff. And then you're still taking your hands off the wheel. It's just complicated and useless. And this, see what I like about the screen is that it's it's clean, modern looking. The aesthetics are nice, and it's all laid out on a screen that doesn't have these stupid buttons. They're all laid out in confusing orders. It's all clean, and it it just it, it it just makes the whole experience to me better driving a car. It really does. I I you you because the one of the things I worried about the screens I thought it would be distracting when you're in the car having this big ass screen, but you kind of don't you kind of forget about it. It's really weird, but um. You know, but what if you have crap on your fingers and then, like, you're trying to go and touch the screen, you get, like, shit all over the computer screen? Well, you do have buttons, too. Like, you get shit on the buttons, so lick well, your yeah, fingers. Well, yeah, but doesn't have a touch sensor. Like, it's just, you press it. You know, um, like, if I, have, if I have my phone screen and there's, like, a little bit of water. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm going to have some problems. If I have, you know, a little bit of, you know, water on a button. Like, even if I have, like, if I have and there's, like, shit on my fingers like liquid shit or even solid shit and i like press on the buttons it's still gonna work i just have to wipe it off well i never i mean i don't i, I don't even know if i've ever i eat in the car like when i'm a pasture but like I, my fingers are always clean so i don't really see that as a problem for me personally but drive well, a tesla raining, like or you're sweating you know let's say if your girlfriend in the passenger <laughs> seat here you know you're getting some uh Finger banging going on. <laughs> Wait, you, on you think fingers. that's what I'm going to be in that type of situation? I am flattered like, by you, say, Alex. You know, you're eating potato chips or something. And While then driving? Like, yeah. You know, you have like a snack. You know, you're eating a burger. <laughs> you're the American. You go to McDonald's, you get like burger grease all over your fingers. And you try to go and like press on stuff or like, you know, having everybody have the door open like a bird shits and it like gets stuffed <laughs> in the uh, vacuum pressure from the opened up windshield. It comes in, you know, I get that all over the screen. Okay, Alex, you have homework. Drive a Tesla and give us a full comprehensive I don't, report. I don't, I don't even think they'll let me drive it. I don't think I have good credit. <laughs> what? They don't care about your credit. I, I think they, they usually go and like, look, like, did when you went to the Tesla dealership, did you go with you? Uh, what was that? When you went to the Tesla dealership, did your parents go with My you? My dad went with me. Okay. And they That's did not check his credit. They didn't check they, his credit. They probably saw him and they're like, oh, this guy has money. No. They probably driving up his, like, a uh, Ferrari or something. No, we didn't. We drove up in his fucking old 1990s Oldsmobile wagon. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they'll just let anyone drive. Dude, they just look at your license and make sure you're not a pedophile and you're good to go. They're probably going to, like, have some sort of, uh, like... They they can probably find it through all that Google history stuff and those tracking. Oh my god! Facebook, how much? Okay. Credit like, score is. Bro, next time uh, we are in the same room and we're not fucking, I will get you to drive a Tesla, and you will. You need to open up to new experiences. You tell me to do that to take risks to do new things. Dude, I, I drove. Do I drive like an S two thousand? There's a lot of cars. I'm. I'd be down to drive. Like I've. I've driven like big trucks before. I've driven like, you know, shitty little like Ford Focuses, little four bangers. Mm. I'll drive a lot of cars, but then you have this like gay sort of <laughs> futuristic car. Like, it's not even like, you know, it's, a, it's just like useless. Like, what's the point of the Tesla? Like, so it's, that we it's don't not... use gasoline anymore, we use renewable energy. No, I don't want to use no renewable resources. <laughs> I like my gasoline. I like my petrol engine. Okay, drive an electric car and you won't be saying that anymore. It's so no, much. I, it's so I much. It's nice and quiet. It's smooth and it's fast as fuck. I don't worry. I love my V12 that vroom, vroom, you know that really gets your juices flowing. Like I'd love to still have that, but as a daily driver, 
Like I, I love, have a Tesla. I love, going to, I love going up the hills. Like I have like a six. <laughs> I, I'm fine with that. Like I'm fine going up hills. I'm fine sitting in traffic. I just want my left foot to get in on some action. Oh, okay. I, I imagine that left foot's doing a lot of action I, in like many places. Hear, I like to hear the engine, you know, start making noises and. Are we talking you know, about cars still? Oh God! Okay, what's 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 next on the agenda? We should move on to the last topic. Yeah, uh, we should probably do that. Once again, these sexual innuendos. Um, do you want you want to talk about this one? Or do you want me to give the the? the... Oh, all right, we can talk about this. So, uh, <clears throat> speaking of uh, old things and new things, uh, you know, Roseanne, she had a show. It was an old show at first, but then it became a new show when she did it again. Uh, except for when it got ended because she like compared someone to like uh what was it like a Muslim Brotherhood Planet of the, of the Apes sort of character. Yeah. Which... She tweeted out about Obama's White House say Valia Jared. Uh she said Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes ha- had a baby equals VJ, which obviously stands for Valia Jared. Well yeah, like see the thing uh, the people like they flat out can show they canceled even her old show reruns, which I thought was going a little bit too far. They want to erase the history because they found this person offensive. You know, you'll still have reruns of the Cosby show when he's a convicted rapist. Mm. But, you know, when someone says something offensive, and the woman, uh, she wasn't even, uh, who was that, Chelsea? Was it Chelsea? Yeah, she was calling uh, Chelsea, Chelsea Soros Clinton. <laughs> she's not even a, um, she's not even black. No, and that's not what they were really hitting her on. Like, I noticed in the media coverage, they kind of quieted that one down. Like, oh, that didn't happen. They were really talking about the Planet of the Apes Muslim Brotherhood thing, which I thought well, yeah, was a but, dumb comment. Like, well, she shouldn't have said that. Black. The person wasn't even black. She's Syrian. Oh, really? I thought she was yeah. black. Well, She's that's where the Muslim Brotherhood thing came in. I think the Planet of the Apes thing came in because of her looks. She's Syrian. Like, they're, like it's not even like... And they called Donald Trump. Yeah. They'll call him the Chester Cheeto guy. They'll go and praise his death. They'll go and call, you know, black people coons. And if they, like, don't support, you know, like, Planned Parenthood. And they'll say all these, all these like, nasty things about other people. But it's okay when uh, we go and, like, say, uh, you know, if, like, one person and they apologize for it. Yeah, yeah. Which is another thing. Never apologize. But I, I think what I think she knew what she was doing when she got into this. I think she knew she was going to be fired. I think she wanted to be fired. Really? I you think, think so? Uh, I think she was probably yeah. You wouldn't say something like that without to ABC without expecting something to go on. I think maybe she was fed up. Like she was, you know, she's pretty. She's aging. I think maybe she was just tired of dealing with it. Maybe you know the people. It was just rubbing her the wrong way. Maybe she didn't like the line. I think she wanted to end her uh, contract early without getting. Uh, the stipulations or whatever. Because I don't, I don't think they had that written in there that you can't go and this. I mean, they may have had some sort of. I think, you know, just kind of. I think she's fed up with it, and I think she wanted to end. I don't know. Don't I think she's had a history of doing these type of things before. Well, yeah, like she dressed up as like Hitler for like some Jewish magazine, and did like some like Jewish children like baked cookies thing but she is but she's jewish so she can get away with that yeah yeah but, and what I mean, is interesting is when she started putting you know you know dropping some I, I have to say the only good thing she did here was drop the red pills on fucking soros being a nazi collaborator and talking about you know all that stuff like that was the stuff that i thought was kind of like spicy but like the the, the even if it, i think it was a joke thing she was trying to say about the muslim brotherhood and whatnot it just was dumb, and, like, you knew people were going to take that the wrong way, and it's going to look bad, but they canceled her show, like, super quick, and she oh, apologized before then super quick. Yeah, they, they were waiting to get rid of her, an excuse, I think, and it's bad for their business. Like, that's the real reason they, 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 they looked at it this way. The ABC said, you know, we know there's going to two things are going to happen. There's going to be boycotts, and advertisers are going to pull. So let's get rid of her early so that, you know, we, we beat them to the punch and we don't have to worry about this, you know, going out for weeks and weeks and weeks. Just get it overdone, out of the headlines, people are going to forget by tomorrow. And that's what's going to happen. I mean, to be fair, though, I, I didn't really... You didn't really what? But I am happy that the one good thing that came out of all this is Last Man Standing's coming back. So <laughs> yes. that's not changed. Watch Roseanne gets picked up on Fox, too, with Last Man Standing. 
I don't think that's going to happen. I but think I think so Last Man Standing will definitely get picked up, and that's a it real is. concern. They, they got renewed on Tim um, on a Fox, and Tim Allen, I love him, so I'm glad to see that he got renewed. I mean, like I started watching, like I just like binge watched that show last week, just like a bunch of episodes. It, it was a good show. It makes me laugh. I it was a legitimately good show sitcom where like you don't have the male character like this sort of caricature of what men are supposed to be. It's not like this brain dead doofus who can do no wrong. His wife is like the the caretaker. It's not like like a Family Guy or Simpsons. Yeah. You know, like what happened to those good old like good shows with values? Like you know, you used to have stuff like King of the Hill. Where you had like real realistic, I mean, they were obviously cartoons, but they portrayed family life in a seemingly realistic manner versus family guys just like, Lois had an abortion. <laughs> oh my God. Like, that, that's just like all that stuff is like, oh, I'm gonna go and uh, drink and drive. Yeah. I'm super, and like, Simpsons, like, don't. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm an alcoholic father. I'm gonna strangle my son because I'm the, um, <laughs> I'm the caricature of America. Yeah. yeah that's good. And they have like all these shows that are basically the same thing. It's like American Dad. Oh, oh, I'm I'm Stan Smith. I'm a super Republican guy. Oh, I'm an idiot too. Oh, just it's just like Seth MacFarlane. He has he has enough shows. Like why do people keep watching this stuff? Yeah. Like they're all the same. Like American Dad and Family Guy. They're pretty much just the same show with like different characters. Yeah. Yeah. Like even the same archetypes. It's like. You know, mother, father, and uh, subordinates. You know, sometimes they have more like you know, Family Guy that Dewey, um, Meg, and Chris, and they also had the dog. And then uh, American Dad, they had like uh, Steve and uh, I don't know what her name was, the girl, and then the goldfish, and then the alien. Like mm-hmm. four, four sort of like sub characters: the husband, the wife. And then, like, two of the sub-characters, like, you know, you have Brian and Stewie and Family Guy, and then that show you had, like, the alien, or, yeah, the alien and Steve, and they go on these stupid little sub-quest things. Mm. That's pretty stupid. Like, it's all the same sort of regurgitated, like, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what, um, yeah, because I know what you mean. Like, all these shows are kind of the same. There's no really originality. Or you know anything of value, and that's I don't watch any of them. Um, but I think I'm gonna start watching Last Man Standing, give him some support, and because it sounds like it's a good show. But I, the big thing I've noticed, you know, during all this, that you know, my because there's always the same reactions like, oh, she did, what she did was wrong, we're gonna condemn it, which I pretty much do. But at the same time, let's hold these people to their standards. These are the same people. It's that, you know, they're firing Roseanne because she said some supposedly, as they as their wording puts it, racist jokes or racist comments or whatever. But when then you have Bill Maher, who I do find funny, uh, and I do like, except I dislike politically, and I think he's a little mean spirited, but you have him uh saying the N word. He said the N word last year on live uh, on uh, HBO. Isn't that isn't that pretty racist? You know, according to their standards, their standards. It's a liberal. They can say whatever they want. Yeah, and that's the problem. I mean, it's 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 such a you know a you know now a conservative sort of cliche of you know there's one standard for liberals and another standard for conservatives, but it's it's just so blatant now when you have stuff like that, and it's like, come on. Then you have people like Joy Reid, who says homophobic and racist stuff in her blogs, and she still has a show on MSNBC. Like, oh, and they have uh, who the cult, the Stephen Colbert. Yeah, he's nuts. Like a pop holster, and like he'll say like homophobic shit like that, which I don't even think that's necessary. If he didn't judge other people for that stuff, I, I don't. I'm not, but I still think he's being disingenuous yeah. when he says stuff like that, and then like condemns yeah. other people. Or yeah. who is that girl from the Young Turks who is like fat shaming someone? This <laughs> like, is fat shaming Alex Jones. Yeah, she fat shamed on shams, but then you can hear like times before them where she like bitches about fat shaming how yep. it's so hard. Yep, like, it's so fucking. Any of them to their own standards, and then you know it's like no wonder the right keeps losing. They fail to go and do that, and then you see the left. The yep. left, they they had that Publix. I think was that last week when they had like the Publix protest with us uh, with the hog. And, uh, oh, was he doing some shit? Uh, he's totally out of the fucking headlines. Yeah, they're the die-ins, which I think... Oh, cringe. Know, they should have just uh, took him out of the restaurant for trespassing, because yes. one 
thing if you're say, if you're buying stuff at a shop. It's another thing when you go to a shop, you sit on the floor and you start holding up political signs. You can get kicked out, and I don't know yeah. why they didn't do that. Because they didn't want to cause any trouble, and they probably agree with their opinion. Like that's that was the whole thing with Starbucks. Like Starbucks did nothing wrong when they kicked those guys out of their shop. It wasn't racially motivated. It wasn't racist. No, they were trespassing. And Starbucks has a policy where you cannot use the bathroom unless you buy shit from them. Just buy a fucking coffee. You know, it's like people are just trying to make controversy out of you know nothing and create more outrage on social media. It's just like. Oh, you know, so Starbucks can sleep in its bed. It made because it, it it was one hundred percent. They created that. They wanted to be the social hipster coffee shop, and they got to go <laughs> and maintain that image. It's yeah. their fault. They get to go and deal with that. They they wanted that sort of image, so they had to go and maintain it. Now, I, what we need to go and have though is you see people like uh, you know David Hall, and then the anti-gun people, whatever the Parkland movement, whatever these kids are calling themselves today. March for our lives. Yeah, the March for Our Lives people, they go and they do this sort of protest. Why doesn't anyone on the right do anything like that? We need to go and start fighting on their turf. Yep. On their sort of grounds. Like, there's all sorts of things we, like, we could be doing. We could have people do die-ins at, like, abortion clinics. Yo! We could have people going in, like, to, to uh, organizations that support abortion and then just have people walk in with like dead baby like stuff like a graphic pictures yep. of abortion on their t-shirts and just yeah. walk around. Well, they're going to do a thing at uh, the university that we know of um, where there's going to be a march for our rights uh, happening where pro gun people are going to be marching uh, you know for pro second amendment reasons. Like you need to do this stuff. You need to get off your ass as conservatives and start being vocal and active. And that doesn't mean that you have to do things that are unlawful or that are immoral, I guess you could say. But you gotta be provocative, you gotta be aggressive, and you gotta hold the enemy to their standards, and you gotta get out there and let your voice be heard. That's what Trump did, and look what happened. He won. You know, that's what fucking Milo does. That's what um, Crowder does to some extent. That's what Paul Joseph Watson does with his videos. That's what Tommy oh, Robinson does. That. He does this all the time. And like, but he's one of the only people who does it. And like, you know, he, I like Alex Jones. But oh yeah, Alex. Bit, yeah, true. He's a little bit. He can be a little bit loony at times. Yeah. Like when he visited the, uh, well, the Amazon shop. <laughs> that was fun. that was funny, but it wasn't really winning any. No, he the one with Google to... was great when he was with Milo. That was fucking amazing. Because that one, he wasn't do, wrong in. What they need to go and do is have people. You know, if they want to have this uh, Me Too stuff. Go and get gun people to go and make that into a uh, into calling card. You know, make that into, you know, guns prevent rapes. Yeah, because they do. I mean, I think we could have like a whole Foundry episode on you know, how to fix conservative activism. Because yes. right now they're not doing enough of it and they're not doing People don't care about, you know, picket signs. Uh, you know, and like, you know, just voting and like being these sort of conservatives who are, oh, I'm a principal conservative. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. Just yeah. sit by and watch everyone else do things and do damage control. Yeah. No, that doesn't win you ground. You're just going to stay in place. You need, you need to go on the offense. And the right does not know how to go on the offense. Yep. They're too nice that's, and they're always on the defensive. And that's, that's the major problem with the right. They, they never go on the offense. Constantly seed ground. They just is just holding back the inevitable when we could be gaining ground and getting useful legislation passed. Totally agree. Totally, totally agree. And good tease of a new foundry right there. Uh, but any last words before we close out? Uh, no, I, th I think uh, that was most of the topics for the week. Um, can't really think of anything else interesting that happened. I mean, we had the royal wedding, which. What's the thing? Yeah, <laughs> who cares? That. It's funny that <laughs> Americans seem to care about more that more than British. Uh, because you know they are afraid to go. They they just like they. I think people they like the idea of kings and queens as long yeah. as they're and queens they like. They like that stuff. They like pretty you know decorative stuff. And I do. I'm not gonna lie. I like that stuff too because I think also it's good to have that in England because it's a part of their culture. And you could say, because people are like, oh, the monarchy's useless. You know, they don't do anything but sit around and do charities. Like, yeah, but they do they do, do charities. That's a good thing, you know? Yeah, they're, they're an extension of the culture, and I think that's yes, important. Yes, I that's, totally agree. You'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll see, but I still think it's a good thing, and I think, you know, I, I said what I said about Meghan Marco. I think she could be a gold digger. I think she, she's, I do not think I know she's a freaking radical, flaming feminist. Like, Sargon did that hilarious video where he was mocking her um, speech she gave about how she complained to some dishwashing company because they had all women in it. I mean, how dare they market to their audience? <laughs> it's just so... It's so wrong to go and have women as... To go and, like, show women actually, like, doing things in the world. You know, it's, yeah. Oh, shoot. You know, we didn't even talk about the uh, the the Call of Duty or the... Uh, Dude, Battlefield Five. Oh, I man. I think we're going to do a special. I think we're going to do a special <laughs> on that. Dude, that requires a separate episode. It's so special. But, um, you know, that video of her is so cringy. Because they have, like, this sappy music in it, too. But... I, I don't like Meghan Markle, and I hope it works out between her and Harry. I really do hope it works out. I just think it isn't going to work out. You're going to see some I drama. Don't, I don't give a shit if it works out, and I think I think Britain's done for. I don't know. I try to remain optimistic, but I think it is kind of a lost cause. America think, has hope. America, yeah, America has hope. I think mainland Europe, like France, I think has hope. Poland, I think, has a lot of hope. Eastern Europe has hope. Russia has hope. Australia, they, they yeah, still do. They have hope. They still have hope. They have, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's it's interesting. We'll see how it plays out. But all right. Well, I think that uh, I think that's about a wrap. Yeah, yeah. Thank you everybody for tuning in to another edition of Real News Uncensored. Of course, the re- main show will be returning uh, in September. For then, uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. All right. See ya. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more Real News.